Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. And we have the biggest game of the season to break down. The Tennessee Titans, who sit at 5-2, and two, head to the 3-4 and four Indianapolis Colts with the fate of the AFC South on the line. The Titans have a chance to completely shut the door on the Colts with a season sweep. But on the other side of that, the Colts have a chance to get themselves right back into the division race after a slow start. So as I said, the biggest game of the season for the Tennessee Titans, and I'm breaking it all down on this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We have a lot to discuss on today's show leading up to the Week 8 matchup on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. We are going to talk keys to victory on offense and defense. We're going to talk players to watch and battles to watch out on the field. We are also going to talk the gambling fantasy aspect of this game. Check on the AFC South slate over the weekend, and I'll give you guys my game and score prediction. So a lot to dive into. Before we get into it, though, just want to let you guys know that this episode of the Locked on Titans podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get a tasty, affordable meal. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. And I'm also loving the fact that you guys make the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. So thank you so much for that. If this is your first listen ever to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. Subscribe to the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. Follow me on social media at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. Ton of film breakdowns, different clips that I post throughout the week and Check out the show Facebook page at Locked on Titans Pod. But with all that said, it is time to dive into our Football Friday game preview. And we will start with my offensive and defensive keys to victory. But, you know, before I get into the offense and defense, I want to give a, a general key to victory for the Titans. And it's the turnover battle. And normally, when I talk about turnovers with you guys, I'll say the Titans need to win the turnover battle to win this game. Well, that's not necessarily the approach I am taking with this game. I don't think that the Titans need to necessarily win the turnover battle, but what they can't do is lose it. So right now, the Colts defense has the most takeaways of any defense in the NFL. They had three takeaways of the Titans in that first game. And I know you're thinking the Titans got crushed in the turnover battle in that first matchup with the Colts, and they still won by nine. But let's be honest. This Colts team that the Titans are about to play is nothing like 
the Colts team that the Titans played in week three because Carson Wentz could not move. He was tossing the ball into the ground, taking intentional grounding penalties rather than trying to make plays. That is not the version of the Colts that the Titans are going to get. And if the Titans lose the turnover battle three to nothing to this version of the Colts, they're going to get beat by double digits in Indianapolis. So the Titans don't necessarily have to win that turnover battle. That would obviously help. But what they can't do is lose the turnover battle to this Colts team. So that's the overall biggest thing for the Titans. But on the defensive side of the ball, the Titans have to stop the run. The Colts have gone over 120 rushing yards in their last four games. And of course, that's coincided with their best stretch of scoring. They've gone over 25 points per game as well over that four-game stretch. Now, in week three, the Titans held the Colts to only 87 yards rushing. That was their lowest total of the season. The Titans may not be able to hold them to that low of a rushing total, but they will need to keep them under 100 rushing yards like the Titans. The run game is the lifeblood of the Colts offense, and you cannot let Jonathan Taylor, who is second in the NFL in rushing yards, get you beat. Fundamentals, simple philosophy, from Mike Vrabel, edge, wall, swarm. Say it with me, folks. Edge, wall, swarm. One more time, edge, wall, swarm. What does that mean? You set the edge on the run play. Then you fill your run gaps and create a wall. And after that, you swarm to tackle. The Titans will need to execute that philosophy perfectly to beat this Indianapolis Colts offense. Also, The last two weeks, I've said the Titans need to stay back, play zone defense, don't blitz a lot, don't bring more than five guys, don't bring more than four guys. Well, not the game plan this week. The Titans need to blitz Carson Wentz, force him into mistakes. He had two bum ankles last time, so he couldn't really move around. He's going to be able to move around now. You cannot allow him the time to create in the pocket. The Titans have to blitz. I think that... They need to use the slot blitz with Elijah Moulton. Continue to use those deep loop stunts where Harold Landry or Bud Dupree is looping super, super deep into the backfield. And what that does is that forces Carson Wentz up into the pocket. You don't want Wentz to escape outside the pocket. You want to force him up into the middle of the pocket towards Jeff Simmons, towards Danico Autry, towards Tyre Tart. And what you're going to get yourself there is you're going to get yourself some turnovers, not in the way of interceptions, but fumbles. Carson Wentz only has one interception on the year, but he has four fumbles. So Carson Wentz will give up the ball in fumble situations, but you need to force him up into the pocket and not let him get outside of it to play make. Now, it's it's going to be tougher this week because the Titans are adjusting. The Titans went up against some of the least physical run games out of good teams that you're going to see. Buffalo and Kansas City are not running teams, and the Titans knew that. They were fully prepared to play the pass. Well, it's the opposite this week. So how will the Titans adjust to the physicality that the Colts offense presents that they haven't seen in the last four weeks? That will be something to watch early in this game. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, it's pretty simple. The Titans just need to play their game. you got to run the ball with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's the only running back in the NFL to go over 100 yards rushing on the Colts since 2018. And he hasn't just done it once. He's done it four times in the last four times that the Titans have played the Colts. 178, 103, 149, and 113 in their last matchup. Now, I don't just want the Titans to run the ball as they typically do. I want them to attack 
the perimeter. You don't want to go inside with DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard and Bobby Okereke, which for some reason no commentators on television know how to say Bobby Okereke. Come on, guys. You get paid so much money, more money than I get paid, and you can't pronounce Bobby Okereke? Do some research, man. It's not even a Titan, and I'm upset about it. Anyways, you don't want to attack the middle of the Colts defense. I want to see toss sweeps. I want to see jet sweeps to the wide receivers. I want to see maybe a reverse in this game to uh, uh, Chester Rogers or a Marcus Johnson. Uh, Mason Kinsey, maybe. Probably not. But hey, I want to see uh, pools by the, the tight end and the guards out to the perimeter on counters and misdirections. I want to see perimeter attacking runs from the Titans. And then, of course, we need a big day in play action. I mean, A.J. Brown was hurt on the first drive of the last matchup between the Titans and the Colts. He only played eight snaps. Remember, Julio sat out of the fourth quarter in a tight game and only played 34 snaps. The Titans were still able to win by nine points because they play action on 41% of the dropbacks, their highest total of the season. Run the ball, play action, play your game, Titans. And if you score 30 points or more, you're going to win this game. The Colts offense is not going to score over 30 points in this game. So as long as the Titans do what they do best on offense and score points with the run game but attack the perimeter and then the play action pass game, which they'll have a full AJ and they'll have Julio Jones in this one, there, there shouldn't be a way for the Titans to lose if they score 30 points or more. So stick to your plan. That'll get you 30 points on most weeks. Anyway, as we've seen over the last few years, that has to be the move for the Titans. But that is my keys to victory on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. We are going to zoom in our lens next, talk about some of the individual players and individual matchups that I will be watching in this game on Sunday. Before we get into that, do want to remind you guys that this episode of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and an endless supply of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, and the away team alike can come to recharge. It's a place you'll, you're always looking forward to sh uh, stopping on a long road trip so you can rest. And as for me, I am going to be making that trip to Indianapolis on Sunday to watch our Tennessee Titans in person. I'm going to have my in-person live instant reaction video up for you guys after the game as well from inside the stadium. Hopefully, Hopefully it is after a victory, but what I know is I'm going to be hungry on my way home, and I'm not paying for that crazy overpriced food in the Colts stadium. I am going to stop at McDonald's, have a good meal, refuel for my drive home to come home and do my reaction podcast episode for you guys. So if you're like me, make sure that you head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect, and maybe one day we can have a Locked On Titans watch party at McDonald's. That would be a pretty far fun time as well. Either way, you guys know McDonald's has been there since 1965, and I know that I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Titans fans, let's dive back into this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. 
Just gave you guys my keys to victory on offense and defense. Want to zoom in our lens here and talk about the individual matchups that I will be watching on both offense and defense in this game. But before we get into that, I do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. You know that you've got everything covered that you need to know for the Titans with this show right here. But the trade deadline is right around the corner taking place on Tuesday for the NFL. And you don't want to miss our live NFL trade deadline show. Be reacting to every move. Plus, give you a preview of the second half of the season. Make sure that you catch the show live from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday, November the 2nd, and it'll be on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Head over there and subscribe now so you don't forget, you don't miss it, and I host the national show on Thursdays, and I would appreciate you guys subscribing and checking that out as well. But let's dive into the individual matchups. We are going to start on defense as we did in our first segment, and the best matchup to watch anytime these teams get together is Big Jeffrey Simmons against Quentin Nelson, the All-Pro Hall of Fame guard for the Indianapolis Colts. That is going to be a physical battle, and here's the reality. The Colts are going to run to Quentin Nelson's side. The Titans are going to put Jeffrey Simmons over Quentin Nelson. There's no way around it. It's an immovable object against an unstoppable train. Who's going to win? Jeffrey Simmons said himself, I don't plan on losing. Well, Jeff, dominate that battle. Stop the Colts' run game, and you'll win. That's the reality here. Now, in the passing game, Jackrabbit Jenkins against Michael Pittman Jr. Pittman Jr. has been uh, great. For the Colts this year, he's blossoming into the wide receiver that their fan base hoped that he would be. But one of the things about Pittman is, and Evan Sidery mentioned this in yesterday's Crossover Thursday. Check that out if you want to kind of get the the Colts side of the discussion. But the Colts have had a lot of success throwing deep lately. And it's not just completing passes deep. They get a ton of defensive pass interference calls down the field. And we know that the Titans can be a little bit susceptible to that. So without Christian Fulton to take on Michael Pittman, Chris Jackson is kind of a smaller cornerback who spent most of his time in the slot. Greg Maben is less of a physical cornerback and more of a speed cornerback. Could see some more Breon Borders in this game than than you would otherwise because Borders is more of a, a physical presence. He doesn't really have the speed, though. So I think that in the red zone, Breon Borders would match up pretty well with Michael Pittman. But outside of the red zone, it's going to be Jackrabbit Jenkins. And he's got to make sure that not only does he not give up deep passes, but you can't give the Colts easy chunks of yards on penalties. Like what happened against the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday night when the Colts played them. They got two defensive pass interference calls down the field that set them up for touchdowns. You just can't bail out the Colts' offense in that way, or they're going to overperform what they should do. So, Jackrabbit, we need a big week from you. Uh, it's been an up-and-down season, been solid, been a little less than solid here and there. Hasn't been outright awful, but we need the best game of the season from Jackrabbit Jenkins. And then finally, David Long against Jonathan Taylor, and it's all about missed tackles. David Long, when he gets his pads on Jonathan Taylor, he's got to bring him down. JT has 579 rushing yards on the year, that's second in the NFL behind The King, of course. And David Long leads the Tennessee Titans in tackles with 51 tackles. Second on the team is Landry with 37. So David Long is far and away 
the, the leading tackler on the Titans, and he's going to need to be the leading tackler, and he's going to need to get Jonathan Taylor on the ground and avoid missed tackles in this game. On the offensive side of the ball for the Titans, that same matchup but reversed, Derrick Henry against Darius Leonard. And Darius Leonard has 52 tackles on the year. If you remember in week three, Derrick Henry lowered his shoulder and put Darius Leonard on the ground. We're going to need that similar physicality from Derrick Henry. And here's a big thing. You just can't allow Darius Leonard to force fumbles if you're Derrick Henry. You just can't allow. Just don't let Darius Leonard pop the ball free. Him and Kevin Byard and Trevon Diggs have been the three Best defensive player so far this year in the NFL at forcing turnovers on the other team. Don't let Darius Leonard knock the ball free from you, Derrick Henry. That's just what you can't uh, afford. You can't allow. Then, A.J. Brown against the middle defenders of the Colts. We're talking Bobby Okariki, who I mentioned earlier. Of course, Darius Leonard is in there. And then Andrew Sandejo, another good nugget from Evan Sidery with Julian Blackman tearing his Achilles and being out for the season. And Blackman is a hell of a player who gave the Titans a lot of problems in previous meetings. With him out, they're going to have Andrew Sendejo. And I don't know how you guys feel about this, but when you see a, a white guy in the secondary, it's time to attack. I mean, outside of Harrison Smith for the Vikings, you look at Andrew Wingard from the Jags. You look at Daniel Sorensen from the Chiefs. Anytime the Titans play a white guy in the secondary, they attack that player. And guess what, Andrew Sandejo? You are next. So find ways to get A.J. Brown over the middle against Sandejo, against Okariki in play action, and A.J. Brown's going to break those tackles and make big plays. Glance is back, and I expect Glance to be used quite a bit. Remember, Glance is that classic play action pass hitter over the middle that the Titans run every single week. So that's a matchup I'm watching. And then finally, the Titans interior three on the offensive line, Saffold, Jones, Davis against DeForest Buckner. Buckner leads the Colts and tackles for loss with four. He leads the Colts with three sacks. He had zero in both categories last time that he played the Titans. That will need to happen again. As I've said all year with the struggles the Titans have had on the offensive line, you just can't allow one guy to completely disrupt your entire offense like we saw with Chandler Jones in week one. Jonathan Franklin Myers in week four. You just can't let that happen with Buckner. He's the guy you have to stop. The Titans interior offensive line has a big job ahead of them this weekend. But that's going to do it for the individual players to watch, the individual matchups to watch. We're going to have a little fun to cap off this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We're going to talk gambling and keeping it plus 100. We're going to talk fantasy and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview. I'm going to give you my game and score prediction and we're going to preview the AFC South as well. Before we get into that though, do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bar in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. They have a ton of different flavors on their website right now. Built Bar really likes to celebrate the freedom of choice and they give you freedom as to which flavor, which texture you want to try with your Built Bar. As I've always said, I love the cookie dough chunk. I love the salted caramel. I love the cookies and cream, all fantastic flavors, but it's not just that they taste good, they're healthy for you as well. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, I mean it's everything you could want in a protein bar. I'm not on a diet, and I eat the Built Bars as 
just a candy bar anyways. So whether it's a healthy meal substitute or just a guilt-free snack, make sure that you check out Built Bar. You can head to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Titans fans, we are going to cap off this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast with some of the miscellaneous topics plus my game and score prediction as well. Before we get into that, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for that second listen, make sure that you check out the Peacock and Williamson podcast hosted by Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson. They cover all of the biggest NFL news, giving you a national perspective Monday through Friday. Great to get your Titans information here with me on Locked on Titans, but then get your NFL news from the Peacock and Williamson podcast. You can find that on any podcast platform, but we're going to start with my game and score prediction. I said it yesterday at the end of Crossover Thursday, and while I do more film study after I record Crossover Thursday, I dive more into the numbers after Crossover Thursday. That's kind of my early prediction. I feel pretty comfortable with that prediction still right now, and I'm going to stick with that and say that the Tennessee Titans win this game 31-27. to And as me and Evan talked about on yesterday's show, uh, a turnover is probably going to swing this game. If the Colts win the turnover battle, they're going to beat the Titans. If the Titans keep the turnover battle even or win it themselves, they're going to win this game. Remember, it's a division game, division rivalry, weird stuff happens. When the Titans won last year, it was a couple fourth and one stops that they got on the Colts. When the Colts won, it was two terrible punts that totally changed the game. Something weird will happen, and the Titans will need it to go in their direction. And when we talk about weird stuff happening, normally it has to do with a turnover. So that's one thing that, that I'm expecting to swing the game, but I do think the Titans will prevail 31-27 to and close the door on the AFC South ahead of a big-time, primetime matchup on the road on Sunday night football against the Los Angeles Rams. Now, with that being said, let's talk the gambling aspect of this game in a mini-segment I like to call Keeping It Plus 100. So, right now, this line has gone all over the place. The Titans have been favorites. Then it's moved to the Colts being favorites. Right now, as I record, the Titans are one-point underdogs. In this game, they are getting a point. Bet. Bet. How many times can I bet on the game? I am betting the Titans plus one. Plus one? That's basically pick them. They're not going to tie. Plus one is pick them, and I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans in this game no matter what. That's where I'm going with the plus one. The over-under is 51 and a half. I don't feel as comfortable with that. Based on my score prediction, I would say over, but... You know, both teams have a couple turnovers and it stops them from scoring. I could see it being 27, 24, something like that. And now you're at 51 and you're not over. So I wouldn't feel comfortable betting the over, but I would feel comfortable betting the spread at plus one. Now let's talk a little bit of fantasy. My beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview. And if you guys are listening to the show right now, you've made it this far. Whose album am I referencing with that segment name? 
my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy preview. If you guys know, I'll give you some kudos in the comments or on Twitter. But either way, for me, I'm playing A.J. Brown. I'm playing Julio Jones. I'm playing Derrick Henry. And I'm considering Jeremy McNichols. I know that people are worried about Darrington Evans being back, and maybe that'll kill McNichols' work. He'll get a couple snaps. But, man, I just don't believe in Darrington Evans at this moment in time. And I think when it's nut-cutting time, the Titans won't believe in him either. And they'll put Jeremy McNichols out there. And if for some reason this game goes awry, then Jeremy McNichols is going to be a really solid option. And the Colts played more man coverage than we normally see from them in that last matchup. And when you play man, the Titans can do some creative things with Jeremy McNichols. So if you're doing daily fantasy, I would throw Jeremy McNichols in as a cheap flex or at least consider him. Uh, Outside of that, though, I'm playing Derrick Henry. Uh, in season long, I'm playing AJ Brown in season long. You might be able to get Julio on a discount in daily, so I think that would be a good idea. Either way, I'm playing AJ, Julio, and Derrick Henry in season long. I'm considering Jeremy McNichols and Julio Jones heavily in daily. So that is my fantasy advice for this game. Now, finally, the AFC South slate. We have the Titans playing the Colts, so that takes away two teams right there. But as for the little brothers of the division, the cellar dwellers of the division, the Los Angeles Rams. Now, I like this from the Titans' perspective. The Rams are at the Texans. The Texans are getting 14.5 points at home. My God. I still don't feel comfortable betting them on that, though. Uh, But either way, I hope the Rams completely wax the Texans. Feeling good. Coming home, Sunday night, no big deal. We just whooped the team we played. We're the best. Yeah, smell your own salts. I like that. Yeah, I hope the Rams win by 50 against the Texans, and I hope that that kind of leads them to not being mentally prepared for the battle that they're going to have against the Titans because the Titans are going to need a little bit of help to win that game against the Rams no matter what. And then Jacksonville travels on the road to Seattle. Seattle is a three-point favorite. In the game, uh, I think that game is going to be really, really close. This version of Seattle was garbage. So, I think it's going to be a really close game. I don't care if the Jags win or not. I just don't care. It has no impact on the Titans' future. Let them get some momentum. Knock yourselves out, Jacksonville. Whatever. Whatever you want. I don't really care. It doesn't bother me at all. Now, what I do want to bring up here in this segment It's something I brought brought up on Crossover Thursday. And before I let you guys go, I just want to highlight the importance here of this game. Next week, the Titans go on the road and play the Rams in Los Angeles. It is fair to say that that's a loss. The Rams are a better team than the Titans. They're at home. It's a West Coast game. Prime time. I mean... A lot of factors going against the Titans in that game. The Titans aren't going to win every game this year the rest of the way, guys. They're just not. They're just not going to do that. And the Rams are an obvious game that I think that they'll lose. I thought they were going to lose that before the season started. So if we pencil in a loss for the Titans next week, and then we look at the Colts' schedule, they play the Jets next week at home. We can basically pencil in a W for the Colts. So if the Titans don't win this game, they're probably two weeks from now going to be five and four. And the Colts are going to be five and four as well. Colts are three and four right now, I do believe. So if you split the season series, you're both five and four. If the Titans don't win this game, there's a very, very good chance. 
that they're tied for the division lead in two weeks. And that is not what people were expecting coming into this game. So this truly is the biggest game of the season. Very excited to watch it play out. Now we'll be back with you guys on Sunday night. My Sunday show is going to be a little bit later than normal because I got to, you know, travel back from Indianapolis. But either way, it will be out on Sunday night, ready to recap everything that took place. Hope to see you guys there. That is going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.